Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. I would love love, 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 for you to not underestimate the importance of sleep in your own well-being, in your ability to show up, in your ability to be less reactive with people, in your ability to be more tolerant of others, in your own happiness. Why? It's so, so easy, as I say a lot, to underestimate the small things or the simple things that can make the biggest difference to you. It's also so easy to go after something we feel is a more obvious fix to how we're feeling about ourselves day to day or looking for a quick fix unicorn that promises to blast away all our problems in five minutes. But if we had more mental capacity in general, that thing would naturally change on its own. Or at the very least, the way that we look at that particular issue or thing that we're struggling with would change right? I'm always trying to show you the simple ways in which you can make big changes and transform your life. And it's all too easy to ignore or simplify or underestimate the basics. Yeah. There are obviously going to be people listening to this who have many reasons why their sleep is bad from parenthood to sleep disorders. Like I get it. I do. So please don't beat yourself up for anything I go into here. And please do speak to a professional if you think you have a sleep disorder or something like that. Of course, your full eight to nine hours would be glorious, but life gets in the way, right? This episode is about finding ways to improve the quality of what you can get and making sure that you can try to prioritize it in even small ways, like asking someone for for support when it's whether it's a loved one or a professional, okay? Don't let the fact that you might struggle to get your full eight hours stop you trying to make incremental improvements. Remember, it's all about the slowly, slowly catchy monkey, yeah? You don't have to change everything at once, but you can try to improve your habits bit by bit. Now, I'm not a sleep expert. Alert, alert, I am not a sleep expert, of course. And I will give you the name of a couple um, to go to to investigate for yourself further. So in this episode, I'm merely talking from my own experience and also seeing the difference in my clients when they do and don't have good sleep. 
It's not just the amount of time that you spend in bed, it's the quality of that sleep. So my sleep is something I've tracked with my Fitbit and prioritized for many, many years now. Because back in 2013, 2014, when I was at the height of my anxiety, I would probably get about three to three and a half hours of broken sleep per night. And it definitely wasn't great quality sleep. And it had a profound effect on my life. I was far more reactive and short-tempered. I couldn't concentrate or focus well at work. I felt tired all the time. I felt foggy and had this feeling of dissociation and confusion a lot of the time. I was moody and far more irrational. I craved comfort and junk food all the time. And I was super, super forgetful. And that's not like me at all. Like, I just did not feel like me. It was like a stranger had taken over my body. And also, lack of sleep in general has been linked to a decreased immune system and other health factors. So sleepfoundation.org has tons of resources on all of this, okay? So this isn't something I've absolutely nailed, but it's something I strive to improve every day. I do get seven to eight hours of sleep every single night now, without fail. I also don't have children, which puts me in quite the the position of privilege when it comes to sleep. So again, don't use anyone else as your benchmark. Simply aim for changing small things that you can to to improve the quality of your sleep where you can. My focus is looking for ways to improve the amount of deep sleep and REM sleep that I get because they're just so, so important. Light sleep is important too, but you need to make sure that you're getting as much REM and deep sleep as you can. So I'll give you a few of the ways that I've improved this myself and you can also do your own research with the experts that I give you too but sleepfoundation.org as I said is a great resource. I also love listening to Andrew Huberman who is a neuroscience professor at Stanford University and he has his Huberman Lab podcast which is a great resource and he's done tons of episodes specifically on sleep as well. So let's take REM sleep for a start. Take a, a, a a short, sharp, deeper look at it. Most of us are aware of REM sleep um, and most will associate it with dreaming, right? REM stands for rapid eye movement. So it's really important and serves several functions such as memory and learning consolidation and emotional processing and brain development. It really looks after your brain. Um, Now, slow wave, otherwise known as deep sleep, is super important too because it looks after your body as well. This is where the body repair takes place and some more lovely brain stuff too. So essentially, without these stages of sleep, you aren't repairing your brain and body efficiently and that's not going to help you (laughs) in your waking hours to feel your best, right? So I'm not going to go too into the sciencey stuff um, too much because as I say, I'm not an expert and I certainly don't want to tell you the wrong thing, but I can tell you how much of a difference focusing on it helped me and the small improvements I made that really, really helped me to achieve it, going from three to three and a half hours of sleep to seven or eight. Yeah. Please do go to the resources I've mentioned if you want to understand deeper um, the science around sleep, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But from from my perspective on this podcast, I just want to emphasize the importance of how much it affects how you feel day to day. Yeah, it's really easy to say, "Oh, we've got something wrong with us," and, and and sometimes it's you know it can be as simple as taking a look at your sleep, because there's a cascade effect throughout your whole life when you prioritize sleep. You feel more alert, you have more capacity to cope with what life throws at you, 
Uh, your focus and memory improves, your mood improves. And with all of that, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's not difficult to see how much easier life could be. <laughs> so without further ado, here are a few of the things that really, really made a big difference for me. First of all, I block out all light and sound. I look glorious. Chef's kiss stunning when I sleep because I have a mouth guard to stop me grinding my teeth. Hi, Milo. And I have a black silk sleep mask and jelly earplugs. I go all in, okay? Goodness gracious, he's gone mad. <laughs> my alarm is my Fitbit, which I love for two reasons. Firstly, it vibrates on your wrist to wake you up, which is much kinder. <laughs> and there is also a function called smart wake, which wakes you up in the most efficient cycle of sleep for you to feel alert and awake. It's always, always harder to wake up if you're in a deep sleep cycle. So I find this beyond helpful. Now, not eating late is a really big one. I don't win this battle every day and I no I notice the difference when I do. I believe the ideal is about four hours before you go to bed is the last time you want to be eating. I also make sure that I don't drink too much water because I always need to get up for a pee in the night and that's so frustrating. So I try to, to not have too much water or anything that's a diuretic before I go to bed. Um, alcohol is an absolute sleep stealer for me. If I know I'm going to have a drink, I adjust the next day accordingly because I know even if I only have a couple of glasses of something that my sleep isn't going to be good. We also switch to decaf tea so we can still enjoy it when we like. I get I have decaf Earl Grey, if you will, um, but I don't have caffeine after lunch. That made a big, big difference. I use blue blocker glasses. You can get prescription blue blockers, uh, lenses as well, which mine are, um, for any screen time in the afternoon and, and going into the evening. They make sure that you are not taking in all the light um, that is going to make you, give you all the signals to stay awake, basically. We're going to help you with the sleep side of it. <laughs> um, so your melatonin can, can increase as well. I try to get outside as soon as I can in the morning because natural sunlight sets your circadian rhythm. I go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time every day. Making sure you have a cool room is a biggie. And I'm a lizard, like I love being warm, but I really, really notice the difference that if I go to bed in, in a cooler room versus, I don't know what Milo is doing here. <laughs> Um, the difference between going to bed in a cool room to a warm room, okay? The warm baths and showers about an hour before bed massively help me drift off more quickly too. I use a sleep pillow spray or essential oil roll-on on my pillow and wrists. I've tried tons of them. Again, it's going to be trial and error over which ones are best for you and which ones work for you. Um, but the ones I use are Tissarond um, Rollable. Um, that's my favorite one at the moment. Heart math, meditation, and my sensate also massively help, particularly if I do wake up in the night. They help me drift back off quickly. Um, you might like the Calm app, like do whatever works for you, but those sorts of things where it's going to really help you drift back into sleep intentionally. Yoga Nidra, and you can go on YouTube, there's tons of free resources on Yoga Nidra, is brilliant for sleep. Um, and it's not what you might feel like it is. It's not It's not lots of big deep poses or anything like that. It's, it's super calming. I love it. It's brilliant. Um, I exercise most days, but in the morning, 
not late at night. So I make sure that any excess energy has been expended throughout the day. Um, a nighttime routine in general is really helpful to prepare your body and your mind for sleep. I personally journal at night um, and I might read a little bit to help me drift off too. Now, this isn't an exhaustive list, but I'm hoping that there might be some super simple things in here that can help you to start to make incremental improvements, some nice little easy wins. You know, for you, it might be enlisting a loved one and say, hey, I desperately need some good Z's. Please could you X, Y, Z, you know, that could be look after the kids, sleep in another room, let me go for a nap in the day. Like, I don't know, you do you, right? But apply, as always with anything that I say, apply it to you and your life and your nuanced circumstances. Um, I just really, really love for you to remember the cascade effect that it can have. I want you to take a moment to think about when you've woken up and, and the days that you've had where you've had a good night's sleep versus the ones that you haven't. Like what a difference that makes. And this is just one shift without, you know, we're so quick to label or diagnose or beat ourselves up if we're not feeling our best. And it's really easy to ignore the things that can make a profound difference and just jump into there's something wrong with me inherently. Could you simply really need a good night's sleep? So I'm just hoping that it gives you a little bit of, of food for thought um, and a couple of tips to maybe make a couple of changes. But I hope it serves you. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one -on -one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful. And I'll see you next week. Bye.